Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. Um, it's uh, another preview show uh, ahead of the Hull City game on Good Friday. I don't know what's so good about it. Like, uh, I'm Matthew, and I'm um, I'm with Richard again. I mean, we've been at work and stuff, um, and we're on the way home now. And so we thought we'd talk about Sunderland versus Hull City for a bit for you. Hi, Richard. Hello. You're all right. Yes. Been a nice day at work. Uh, yeah. Been your best day at work, is it really? Well, no, you can explain why if you want. So we played both and played pool at, at lunchtime, um, and um, we've got a bit of a <laughs> spandau ballet. Is that yeah. status quo? <laughs> status quo's latest one. <laughs> We've gone electronic. Well, I. Um, yeah, so we played pool at lunchtimes, and um, we've got a bit of a score going. And it's uh, it's night. Well, it's well, it's nineteen three today uh, at the minute, isn't it, Richard? To, yeah. me, to me, that doesn't um, tell the full story. No, well, I thought I'd let you tell the listeners the full story of what, how we got worse for you. Well, it was a little bit of a disaster at the at the bays for me. I uh, I, I got seven balled by your friend and mine, Matthew Keeling. I think. Um, the main thing to take away is that at least you haven't been seven balled by someone that's very annoying and will go on about it quite a lot. Or sits next to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's his picture on the wall of shame at work, which is just really funny. <laughs> Directly below <laughs> the word shame. <laughs> Directly. I mean, yeah, it was um it was a terrible performance from Richard and Yeah. We, uh, we, uh, there's no game to review, so we've read. You've made you let him out for? I didn't think it was going to cost us this deal. It, well, I thought it was going left. It's the worst decision you've made since you missed that uh, easy part in the <laughs> pocket this afternoon. Anyway, that's enough about Pearl. Um, we don't have a lot to talk about, really, do we? Um, do we? Yep. Yeah, I uh, yeah, we've got updates. What right from last week? Um, the. Uh, Vietnamese rice paper since discovered you can use them for, for uh, spring rolls alright oh, good but they, and you can they... also make like deep fried dumplings as well right were they good oh well yeah they were fine yeah alright yeah fine I'm not, I'm not an expert so but I finally got to use Vietnamese rice paper after talking about it on the pod and comparing it to Joe Anderson um, <laughs> Joe Anderson's still yet to be used yeah. since uh, the... well I think I think the, the analogy still stands um, even more so now also the bird that we saw on the A1 flat kind of hovering right yeah uh, Gareth said it was like a hawk Gareth wasn't here though so what is he but someone else pointed out on ready to go that it was uh, a kestrel as I did say on the pod that might be a kestrel but it's a kestrel because they're notable for their um, hovering abilities they called us heathens for not knowing it which well I mean we're not not Chris Packham I hate him Chris Packham It's always been alright with me Alright Close personal friend is he? Well Was but (laughs) (laughs) We'll go way back But uh, but no um, That's that answered question Or question answered even Right I suppose it is an answered question Yeah Um, We're just glad It just brings a little bit of resolution You know when we Make our wild predictions And wild Answer our wild questions The week before Like Applying a gas pipe to Jupiter it's good to be able to come back and loop back and go 
that can't happen because of X, Y, and Z. And also, the bird that we saw last week's podcast was a kestrel. And it's good to clear all of that stuff up. Yep. Um, we don't have any questions this week because we didn't ask for any. I didn't ask, no. No. Well, uh, well. Anyway, that's that's sort of got some time in. Um, right. There's no. Well, the lads reviewed the game uh, that happened last Friday, so we don't need to talk about that. Um, <clears throat> I have seen that Alex Pritchard and Dennis Sergan are available on Friday, though. Yeah, um, Pritchard's had some niggling injuries, and uh, I think, well, I think the most positive one is is Dennis Sergan's uh, return. Really, you know, he played uh, played in the twenty ones, didn't he? Yeah. He's got some minutes under his belt, and he seems to be. Everything seems to be checking out okay, so looks like that the issue with his concussion seems to have cleared up. So I think we're gonna we're gonna need him for the next seven seven games. Uh, seven games we've got left now. Yeah, seven. Yeah, maybe. <coughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, it starts the remaining seven starts with Hull on Good Friday. Uh, so yeah, them two are available. But what was it one one when we played Hull in uh, in Hull? Right, I, I can't remember this game at all. Well, I was in Glasgow with uh, Mr. James Ray, uh, so I didn't see any of it. I seem like I know we've played. We seem we've played Hull like loads. Then it doesn't matter what division we're in. We seem to just Hull and I, Hull and I, Hull and us uh-huh. seem to be attracted. But I don't remember the the game down at the um, whatever they, uh, whatever it, ground they play at now. Um, the MKM Stadium. Um, it was the one where Ambleton got sent off and subsequently hasn't played since. Oh, he broke his leg, didn't he? Yeah. Rushed. Oh, he got right. Rushed. Right, right, he got right. sent off for that for breaking his leg. Yes, yeah. rightly so. Bad tackle. Does that mean he's still got to serve that suspension? Uh, no, I don't think it counts like that, does it? Mm, I don't know. Oh well, because wasn't. Oh no. I thought there was a thing about Gaza. He's not. He won't be playing. Didn't Gaza get sent off for that? Or did he get that that challenge that knacked his career? Well, he didn't. Get, he didn't get sent off. Did he not? No, because right. he because he well no because he played on. He tried to cut. He tried to play on. Right. Yeah. Um, and then he was rushed. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's by the by. Well, yeah, it's, we just passed his house actually. Um, not in. He's not in. No, he's kicking a tennis ball in the street. Uh, yeah, we drew one one. Stewart scored, and uh, they missed a penalty. And this traffic is not good, is it? Well, it's bloody half term. You absolute. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can't remember any of that. Game. Right. Well, I'm wasting my time. They, they, we took the lead, and then Embleton got sent. Oh, I think we we got sent off. We took the lead. Stewart had one over the top, and then. They equalised and or missed a penalty or something like that. Um, it was like in December, anyway, who cares? Yeah. Um, but this week, Hull are safe. Like, yeah, they're, um, they're six points off us. They're in 17th, we're in 12th, is it? And uh, yeah. I was reading the uh, reading Hull City um, media today. Just about any any injuries and stuff, and they said their their game last weekend was a dead rubber. Right. Um, well, they had Bristol City last weekend. Yeah. So their their season's more or less over. 
Um, obviously, we can't say that about us because it's still a 0.14 chance of us reaching the playoffs. Yeah. Um, if if everyone else uh, goes in administration, I think it's what the permutation <laughs> yeah. is. Well, I think we've got to win. I think that was 75 points got you in the playoffs last season. Luton finished sixth on 75 points. Um, we have currently uh, 59 or 60. Yeah, I think we have 60. Uh, so we need to win. Oh, we need to win basically five or six of the remaining seven um, to get a playoff place, and then hope that no one else wins as well. Um, yeah. What we need is one point. If we're in fifty-nine, we need one point to to match what what Blackpool finished with last season, which was the one of the highest points totals from a side promoted via the playoffs from League One. All right. Okay. So, whatever whatever happens, it will be progress. But you can't help thinking that it isn't an opportunity missed. Yeah. It, but we've, <coughs> we've gone over this so many times. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. Um, but it it's been a largely positive season. You know, whatever happens, I think Saturday it, it could it could lend itself to being quite a quite an entertaining game really yeah. they, you wouldn't think they'd come for a point I mean what's the point literally yeah. like that, that may lend itself to a good televised contest but as for narrative and I know Sky Sports love a narrative I don't know what they're going to do with this one yeah it's like, they've picked when, they, when we played Coventry was, as it was referenced on the pod earlier this week it was, it was almost like David and Goliath Dylan uh, which was odd but then last week when we played Burnley the, the story was clearly like Burnley could get themselves three points from from, from, from promotion and yeah. that would be a good story for them but this one what's what's it going to achieve like what's what the outcome what's it going to I don't know it's, it, I, I don't know why it's on the telly really yeah. it, was, it wasn't even picked that long ago and we like I, I don't know I, we, it's not as if we need to fill a quarter do we no like, we, unless Hull do well maybe yeah they have to give everyone a turn, but we seem to have had our, our fair share of turns. I don't mind the half five kickoff though. No, it, and especially for, I mean, long gone on my days of, of, of making a, a, a boozy weekend out of Easter, but it does clear the day up a lot. Oh, especially great, if you've got if you've got family, you can go off and do the family things and then go off to the match. It doesn't like sit in the way of everything like a three o'clock would. Well, you can do the pub things all for longer. Uh, well, exactly. So if you are into, into your drinking and that, you can make a day of it and then uh, struggle to remember the match that two days later. So, so I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, uh, but yeah, hopefully it's a, a decent game, I think. I don't know. But I don't really know what to expect, really. We did all right last week. Um, Team-wise, I don't know, really... No, well, Hull, Hull have had a similar problem to us. What injuries? Yeah, in terms of injuries, yeah, they're their, um, their leading scorer, uh, that uh, Estupanan. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's been out with an ankle injury, right? Uh, and he's that uh, that they didn't play with a recognised striker last weekend. Oh, so but he he's he's looking like he might be fit for the uh, fit for Friday's game. So all oh, right, okay, which will be a bit of a, a blow. Um, because they have they're down to the bare bones up front as well. They play with a four-two-three-one like we do. They're a bit of a draw specialist as well. It's, 
difficult to see. Sometimes <laughs> difficult to see beyond beyond the draw for this one, but they have been proven hard harder to beat. Um, I just hope they don't come up here and just playing for the point. Yeah, but I don't see. Well, what would, what would that achieve? Like no. it's boring, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, and you, you you think like it's it's an opportunity to to. You know, to continue some momentum and finish the season. Well, on they could catch us if they're only six points. You know, exactly, the yeah. top half finish for them. Closes it to three points, that which will make the table a lot less appealing to us. Yeah, especially when when you know the weekend's games are out of the way. Well, I've always said that Easter's a a real a real decider for the season, and and those those teams that have put a good form together before Easter can kind of really make some gains on the table. And then, like, you know, Stoke could go past us. Yeah. And then they could be, they could be, however unlikely, could be looking towards, you know, top ten finish and yeah. That that would represent real real success for, for well, a team that was what fifteenth when we played a month ago. Yeah, and obviously when he took over, they were well horrifically placed and they struggled. Under uh, nail at first, and then yeah, yeah. So as much as we say like the season's dead, that said, momentum still means a lot. Still counts. Hey, you know, we should be trying to finish as high as possible. I think at Easter as well, we've got. Um, we might as well look ahead to the Cardiff game a bit as well because it's probably not going to be a pod before then. No, um, we've got two very winnable games um, over Easter. The the whole game, obviously, we, we spoke about there. Cardiff away on Monday, which is also on the telly, but is just a three o'clock. It didn't mean this wasn't. It's on the red button yeah. thing. Well, it's like on the red, but it's not like the game. Yeah. But like you can watch it if you want to. Right. Um, Cardiff, of course, need to win. So that might be at a different sort of prospect altogether, really. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I can't, I can't remember the last time we played them. It must have been, well, must have been the, the relegation season. Yes, we lost 4-0 and Didier Ndong got sent off. A day to, a day to remember yeah, and a season to savour. Early kick-off uh, on Sky. Mm. We good. were horrific. Yeah, well, I do remember a previous trip where in the, one of the great escape seasons where we, we pulled off a late draw and uh, <laughs> Vincent Tan... <laughs> Booing. Ironically, <laughs> applaud them off the pitch or be booed, booed. Boo. with his uh, red Cardiff shirt tucked into his suit yeah. trousers over, over his shirt. shirt. Yeah, yes. Is he still their owner? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's if still very, very they're still Tanner Jason. That was sure. a wild era when Cardiff played in red for a bit. Yeah. Built that red stand. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> still there. Looks like they've bought it in from somewhere yeah. else. Isn't it? Yeah, if I've bought a stand, ah, uh, wait. What do you mean? You, ah, uh, wait. You just change the colour of the, the strips. Like I'll be all right. Like, uh, but yeah. So that I don't know that game. Obviously, it could be probably be less open because Cardiff, as much as they probably need the three points, won't want to lose that because they're going to need. They've just lost Swansea again. So they need to ideally probably not lose the next one. I think they're only a point or two above the bottom three, though. Yeah, I think if 
you know, we've, we've waved goodbye to the playoffs now, but I still think. Well, I have. Some top, people haven't. A top half finish, a top ten finish, isn't completely out of the out of the window. And I think oh, the top be, half finish would be really disappointed if we get anything other than that. Yeah. So I think if we don't come away with like four points <clears> from the weekend, it would it would represent a big disappointment, regardless of of the injury problems that we have, because these are two. On paper, eminently winnable game. Well, I think you should be looking to, you know, if you if you beat Hull and you, you draw a Cardiff, you, fair enough. Yeah, but Cardiff are obviously not. Well, they did beat us actually, and arguably, well, one of the worst performances of the season, um, where we were just rubbish mm. from start to finish, really, in that game. I think that was another one of the strikerless games earlier in the season. Yeah, it was stri- strikerless v v one, um, part one, a new hope. That was that game was desperate. Cardiff missed a penalty, of course, as well. I was not missing penalties on this podcast. Um, but yeah, so that's a great teams team wise. I don't know, what, you know, there's there are a lot. There's only two days between the games, so it wouldn't be surprised to see some rotation. Albeit there is not a lot of scope no, to rotate. No, it's like, yeah, you can kind of semi rotate. But you can't like go all the way around. Um, we see Michu came out last week. Ekwa came in. Yeah. Um, I'd probably expect them to maybe swap back for Friday. I would quite like to see. Um, and I probably don't think it's. I don't think it's going to happen. But I'd like quite like to see the formation that we finished against Luton. Yeah, I thought we were really good when we when we had that. That's like a three a three four three three five two kind of. That's too of, many players, Richard. Three, four, three, three, five. That's far yeah. too many breaks. <laughs> You've got three <laughs> sitting midfielders, four, twenty outfield four winners. So yeah, four, three, four, three, or a three, five, two. I think you knew what I would, what I meant, Matthew. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. Once again, trying to get one over or something. Like that. so, that's fine. Or seven, really. Um. So, yeah, playing with that that three at the back. I don't think we looked better. I think we looked more stable in midfield, <clears throat> solid in midfield. Um, but that said, with the four-two-three-one against um, against Burnley, I, th- I thought, and you may disagree with me on this, I thought Equa did really well. Um, certainly in the second half, his job was kept fairly simple. Yes, his passing wasn't great at, in, at times, but he, he sat really deep. We've not had that. We've not had that protection in front of the back four since um, since Corey Evans got injured. No. Uh, and and as as hard as as <clears throat> Dan Neal tries to do that job, it's not his. It shouldn't be his role. It's he's, not his game. No. And he's better without the shackles of of defensive responsibility on him. And you know, I think he he feels a lot better when he's kind of looking forward rather than looking back. And I think Equa did a better job of breaking up the player and just moving on, moving the ball. You know, playing the simple six-yard pass and keeping hold of the ball. I think we're better at keeping hold of the ball on on um, last Friday night yeah. against a, against a arguably well, arguably I think much better side than us. Yeah. So yeah. well, there they are. But uh, yeah, he, yeah, he did well. <clears throat> uh, I think he, do, he probably does a better job of that than than Mitchu does. But that said, Mitchu brings a different dynamic to us going forward. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe. You could, Play them both. I don't, I don't know. Well, I've, I've said you know, maybe a midfield three 
isn't the worst idea in the world <coughs> but at the moment it is very much working with what we've got and there is a, there is a degree of square pegs nestling in round holes at the moment well there's a lot there's a lot of that yeah um, we do have you know all that is the case we do have some talent we do have some quality um, obviously you've got the front four five three whatever it may be um, but yeah I'd, I'd, I'd just you can never guess what Mulberry's going to pick sometimes so no. it could be we, hey we could see Joe Anderson in the starting line you never know you never know I'd really like to see speaking of Joe really like to see um, <laughs> Joe Joe Gellart oh god you yeah, well really like to see Joe Gellhart in a in a more advanced role because you look at his his positioning in games recently in it well since he came in it's too deep he was crap against Burnley like well yeah well you just didn't notice him he doesn't get mentioned he got tackled by a man that was sat on the floor well that's that's regrettable he he needs if, if he's not on the ball he needs to be occupying defenders at least I know you can't. You can do that when you're off the ball. You can make runs. Yeah. You can pull them out of position. You can do the stuff that a centre forward needs to do. And you don't have to be great at winning the ball in the air to do that. You can just be a pest. And he doesn't. <clears throat> for me, he doesn't occupy the centre halves anywhere near as much as he should do. He's you know, just we, not. He's not. Even when we saw Jack. Sorry. No. Even when we saw Jack Clark in that role sporadically earlier on in the season, he was he was doing that a little bit more, and he was kind of pulling defenders and making runs and it's not something that Joe Gellart does he, he he drops deep and deep and deep and too deep and sometimes he's the he assumes the position of a central midfielder when there's no one in front of him and you have central midfielders further forward than him and it's just not it's not what you expect from a centre forward and whatever he's being told in training I, I can't imagine that drop deep and collect the ball from him an already packed midfield is, is is one of the things he's being told. Nah, I just, he just doesn't offer any. He, he's not as much of a, a pest as he should be. He's not. He just makes things quite easy for defenders. That they know yeah. they're mitigating. You know, he's on his own up there, etc. You don't need everyone to say it again. But I don't. I don't know. He's obviously going to play. You would think, um, but I don't know what to expect from him because. For all you know, you, you can't. I'm not. You can't knock his effort. He's, he's but he, he's just totally wrong for this. But yeah. that is what we've got, and that's what I imagine will start. Certainly on Friday, I would say he'd probably play. He's, he's just a classic nailed-on, disappointing loan for Sunderland that will go on to have a successful career, and we'll be sitting there scratching our heads going. Why didn't he do that for us? I think you classic know, Rory Delap taking a long throw. Yeah, you know, weeks after signing for Stoke and us going like, why did not? Why did no one know that? that? Uh, well, it's it's it is it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, well, what will it be? Um, because we've two games to predict. Yeah. I'm just so far behind Tom in the in the prediction league. I really need to get both of these correct. How are you behind Tom when he hasn't been on since? Because he still predicts. Oh, right, right, right. And we've got, like, this own personal league thing. I think I'm on about six points. Right. All season. 
quite embarrassing. It's really. pathetic, really. But I mean, you're in no position to comment after your day. So. Well, yeah, there's that. Um, Prediction-wise, <clears throat> I'd, I'd love it to be an exciting game. But I just hate it. I don't know, out of hope. Expert, out of hope. Yeah, two 0 to us. I think we'll be. I think it will be an exciting game. I think we'll beat Hull three two. Ooh. Don't know who's going to get them goals, but you know. Enjoy that. I just want to kind of like not for us to get a scruffy win just to win well for once and just like come away kind of feeling enthused yeah like you know set the rest of the season up nicely uh, and Cardiff that'll be a bit more difficult considering their precarious position I'd say 1-1 yeah I'm going to agree uh, I'm, I'm going to say 1-1 for Cardiff um, well also, Card- Cardiff away on Easter weekend. Thank- thanks very much, EFL. Yeah, Easter Monday as well. Yeah, like, yeah lovely that, isn't it? Yeah. Hull, yeah, well, mate, you know, great. We don't yeah. play like Blackburn or something. Yeah. Like, like why don't we play Hull twice? Monday, yeah. Monday, fr- Friday, Monday. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. We do, do that anyway. Uh, possibly. I can't maybe remember the first one, so maybe the yeah, maybe you can kind of null and void the result. <clears throat> Could do that. Um, oh, well, oh, the, the, well, it's only it's three weeks tomorrow. Uh, till till two. Uh, Wiseman say presents a journey to glory. Yes, uh, with special guest Vic Hallam. Yes, and lots of other special guests. People that remember the day because we can't remember of clearly because you know it's um, Stephen was only two when it when it happened and me. Oh, I thought you meant remember the day of the show. No, it's no, the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. No, I mean like the cup final itself. So we've got people here. Who can remember it and who can tell their? I hope so. Uh, yeah, hopefully yeah. Um, they can tell their their ha- stories of a happy day. We're going to bring in a lot of uh, video um, music. There's going to be one small firework, which is um, she's promising a lot here. Yeah, which may or may not go off. So, but just always be just be aware of that. Don't sit in the front row if you don't want to get wet. That kind of thing. Can't wait. Try and get some uh, audience particip- participation as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, well, I'm involved, so A knows what could go wrong, eh? Um, yeah, head over to it's at the customs house in, house in South. I can't speak today. It's at the customs house in South Shields, um, which is just south of North Shields. Yes. Um, Land of my fathers. <laughs> isn't that at Swansea? Oh, yeah. Land of my father, anyway. My dad's right. from there as well. Um, yeah, so head over to their custom uh, their website. Um, yeah, follow 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 our our Twitter. Um, it's a pinned the pinned tweet on Twitter, and also if you go to our website, it's it's at the top of the. But if you're not on Twitter, then you can go to the Customs House website and uh, buy them want. on there for twelve pounds fifty. You can also go to um, the Customs uh, Customs House box office, buy them in person. There's a man in the pub told me that he'd done the other day. Um, went to nice. the, he went physically. He went physically to. Incredible that. It's a good effort. Yeah. He wanted to do that. And I respect him for that. Um, and you can also ring, which seems the most illogical option to ring, because that costs. Yeah, but it's a you know it's a it's a time. Unless you've only got a house phone, in which case. Exactly. You know, it's nice that unlike some people. We're offering physical tickets for this. 
Whoa. rather than the digital oh, solution. Right. Uh, do you want to do you want to get into that? Or? I don't want to get into that. Right, now. Okay. I've already every time I mention it on Twitter, someone shouts at us. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. They will do that. Um, we've got no questions. Um, so, what's your hot take this week? Um, hot take: They don't make good shoes anymore. They don't make good shoes anymore. Right. I'm not even going to ask why. You know, Richard Easterbrook there said what I said. He said what he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, there might be a reaction on Friday. I don't know because um, it's a late kickoff, so anything can happen. Um, I don't know when Gareth and Stephen will be back um, because of the match being on Monday so it might be Tuesday there might not be one they might do one on Sunday they won't do that um, they won't do that they'll be too busy um, eating chocolate eggs yeah um, so yeah uh, that's that's all from us really have a, a lovely Easter enjoy your time off work if you've got some um, eat loads of chocolate eggs and uh, yeah just you know try and use the Easter weekend to, as, a, as, a, as a mild distraction from everything else being completely pointless. Thanks very much for listening.